In today's episode, I'll be helping you answer the question, should you get a job or should you start a business? The answer might surprise you. Welcome to the Remote Work Retirement Show. I'm your host, Camille Attell, and this is the only show dedicated to remote work for semi-retirees, people leaving the workforce, and people working in retirement to help them have peace of mind that they can live how they want without the fear of running out of money. Before I get into the meat of today's episodes, I wanted to tell you a couple of things. Number one, often when I plan these episodes, I like to write notes and I've listened to a few of the episodes back and I noticed that one of the things I tend to do a lot is create lists like step one or item number one. And I think that's great because lists and uh, giving people lists can help organize thoughts, my thoughts, as well as help you hear the material. But today I wanted to keep it a little bit more casual. So I started off with a list and then I had all the best intentions of running down the list and I decided, you know what? I keep doing the thing that I said not to do in a prior episode, which is all around perfectionism. So if you go back and listen to, I think it's episode eight, I talk about how perfectionism can really get in the way of moving forward on something. And it definitely gets in my way because I often think that I really can't record an episode or I can't put anything out until it's absolutely perfect. And my version of perfect seems to be these lists. So today I'm going to try to keep it a little bit more conversational. Yeah, maybe that means you might not walk away with a nice tidy list, but I hope that one of the things you'll walk away from this episode with is really something that's more like a conversation between you and me, which leads me to my second point. Why am I even inspired to talk about this episode all around should you get a job or should you start a business? I'm talking about this today because this question or conversation comes up a lot with people that I work with. So it comes up all the time in remote work school. That's my coaching program. And people come into remote work school for a bunch of different reasons. Some people are there because they want to update their resume or get on LinkedIn. Some people are there because they want to change jobs and they're not sure how to do that. Some people are there because they think they want to start a business, but they've never started one before, or they've even shut down a business and they're thinking about starting a new one, but they want to go digital because before their business might've been brick and mortar. So people come into remote work school for a whole bunch of different reasons, but there is a pattern that I see show up over and over again, both with people in the school and people maybe not yet in the school, but thinking about it. And that's this question. People come in and say to me, I really want to do my own thing. I want to start my own business or I want to learn how to freelance on the side and you know make more money than I could before or learn how to charge a day rate or there's a whole bunch of ways you could charge. I'm not going to get into that today. But the whole point of it is people feel like they'd like to do their own thing, meaning on their own time, setting the hours they want, having the flexibility to work when they want, where they want having the empowerment to charge what they want and and really learning how they can take what they already know and turn that into some type of a service package or a service that they can offer a client or an employer as like a contractor or a freelancer. So a lot of people want to do that, but then there's this practical question of, and I need income 
like yesterday. So while there's this long-term desire to do something on their own, there's also this short-term practical need to have income pretty quickly. And so this comes up a lot and it really is like, okay, what tends to happen is people say, so I either need to get a job or I need to start a business, right? It kind of falls into those two camps. Like people want to divide it into these two really neat packages, either a job or a business. That's why I wanted to talk about this today because I see it come up over and over again and I see the pattern where people make a decision to go one way or another. They say, well, I definitely need to get a job because I need the security. I need the consistency. I need the benefits. Or they say, well, I definitely want to work for myself with my own business because I need the flexibility and you know, I want to do my own thing. Okay. And so what happens is people create these binary choices. Okay. Binary. I'm sure you've heard that word a lot is like really boiling it down to two easy things, right? Black or white good or bad, uh, boy or girl, right? So binary is trying to take something that is often more complex than that, maybe has shades of gray, and putting them into two neat and easy camps. Well, the reason why I want to talk about this today is because I think we're in an era now where thinking about it through the lens of should you get a job or should you start a business is way too simplistic. It's not that easy anymore. There's a lot going on in the world. There are a lot of shifts happening in the employment market, in um, the economy, in the stock market. If you watch these things like I do every day, it feels like it's a constant back and forth. One day you hear a great report that, you know, oh my gosh, the unemployment rate is so low, historic lows, and there's jobs everywhere. But then the next day you hear, oh, maybe that wasn't exactly right because that only represents, you know, hiring that's happening in uh, essential workers or frontline workers, okay? Or one day the stock market is absolutely roaring and if you're invested, if you have any investments or, um, you know, 401k or anything um, invested in the market, you have a great day and it's exciting and you're thinking, okay, okay, I can take a deep breath now. Uh, And then the next day, it's down again. Um, This is why, by the way, watching the stock market every day is not advisable. A lot of people will tell you not to do that. But it's hard not to, especially if you are approaching uh, either the age of retirement or you're planning for retirement or you're like a lot of people that I work with who you are perhaps um, using Social Security at this point or you're living off of some type of savings or investment, and maybe maybe you are working, but maybe you're just not bringing in quite enough money because of things like inflation. And I talk a lot about this in prior episodes. You can go back and listen to episode one in particular, where I talk about how remote work is the new retirement plan for a lot of these reasons. Now, the good news is, right at the time of this recording, it's mid-April, and the employment market is looking good, Okay. Things are still good, but there are winds of change out there. Inflation continues to rise. I do believe, and there are some early data, that the boom of employment right now may not last as long as we would hope this year. My prediction is probably by the end of summer, I think we're going to see a little bit of a slowdown. I don't think that means mass layoffs. Um, even though there are, you know, there's a conversation out there about recession and all of that, I don't think we're going to see the type of mass layoffs we saw in 2020, but I do think we'll see a slowdown. And that slowdown is going to 
show up in the way of less job creation, maybe less salary uh, ranges, you know, that maybe they'll put a cap on salary ranges. You'll probably see a pullback of some of the benefits that are flying around right now. So there's a lot of things like hiring bonuses, retention bonuses, referral bonuses. And those things are happening because employees have the upper hand, right? People are um, in a good position. If you're job searching, you know, you, you do have the leverage at this point. I do think that will shift as we move throughout the year. So where am I in this conversation? This is why I keep lists. This is why I normally do lists because now I'm like, what was my point? So the point of all of this is to tell you that if you are a job seeker, it is a good time if you want to make a move or if you're thinking about trying something new, even if it's a new career or a new industry, or you do want to start negotiating for higher salary, or like Deborah in remote work school, she was able to negotiate for all kinds of amazing benefits for her job. I won't go into that into too much detail. And even though she gave me permission, I don't want to give away all the details, but she got a better job, better job than she ever had before. And it's mostly remote. So it's a good time, but Here's the other thing I want to say about that. If you're like me and you come out of very traditional work environments, like you worked in an office or you worked on location or you went to one place or you're used to getting paid by somebody else, maybe you get a paycheck every two weeks, then your thermometer, if you will, is always set at the temperature of, I need a job. It's literally like a temperature and it's set there. And so you're probably a little bit programmed to believe that that's what you need and that's what you should always go after and that you always make a certain type of salary and you always probably will make that salary or less. I hear that a lot. But that is not the only way. There is another, well, several ways that you could structure this. You don't also then have to chuck away a job and say, well, if I don't want a job, then I definitely have to start my own business. This is what I mean by the binary choice. Like either I get a job or I start a business. There are a whole bunch of options in between those two extremes. And that's really what I want to talk about. You could definitely start your own business. If you're, if you're into that, if you feel like, yes, I, I want to do that. I've never done it and I want to try my hand at it. It's a good time. I'm going to give you some things to consider in here in just a minute. Or you might be thinking, I used to own a business and then I went back to work and now I want to own a business again. Or maybe you're thinking, but I've never done a digital business or a remote business. That feels different. Or maybe it's something else that I, I don't even know. But these are, these are some of the common things I hear about when I talk to people. You don't necessarily have to go all in on a business. And it doesn't really matter what that business is. There are some very popular models right now that a lot of people are doing. You're probably hearing about them. Coaching is very popular. Online courses, very popular. Memberships, membership sites are popular because these are all leveraged, what are called leveraged products where you're not trading time for money, right? You're really leveraging your time and you're, you're earning more money than just by the hour. But there are other options like creating a client service where you charge by the day or by the month on retainer. Um, there are products that you could create and sell. There are e-commerce businesses that you could get into. There are just so many things out there and you could do any and all of them, but not all at once, by the way. I do talk about that in another episode about the 2022 predictions. The idea here is if you want to go out and start a business, 
it's fine. No problem. There's, you know, so many things to choose from. There's bound to be something that matches what you want and what you want to do. In the grand scheme of things, the risks of entry are lower than a brick and mortar business. You're not buying any kind of property. You're not renting any space. You don't need a lot of equipment. Uh, you may not have high investment costs. And so from that perspective, starting a business might suit you, but there are some risks involved, which I'll talk about here in a minute. But there's also something in between those two things, and that is working for yourself, but that's working for yourself perhaps by finding a few clients on the side. You could work with an agency so that you don't have to find clients. They find the clients for you. It could be doing something part-time that doesn't demand a lot of marketing from you because marketing is a thing that you would definitely have to do if you start your own business. You could have people call this a side hustle. I don't love the word, but you could do some things on the side to bring in extra income. You could partner with people on something. That's a way to dip a toe into business without going all in. And so these are just a few things I'm throwing out today as ways to get you thinking about how do you find something that's maybe in between the two of only getting a job and only starting a business. The other thing I think that's worth considering is doing a little bit of both. And that's why I thought the answer to this question might surprise you. Because I think that this is unusual for a lot of people like me. Again, I came out of a very traditional corporate environment. I used to get paid a solid paycheck uh, every two weeks. I could count on that money, generally could count on the job being there. Not always, but you know, we did go through a few rounds of layoffs back in the day, and I certainly worried about that. So that's also never a guarantee. But you can also consider having a job where you are getting paid consistently. Maybe it's not full-time, perhaps it's part-time, while you also consider starting something on the side. Now, this is a good model for a lot of people that I work with who are near that semi-retirement age or they're in semi-retirement or they just don't want to work full-time anymore or go back to the office. And that is having some type of income that's pretty consistent And that doesn't even need to be from a job, but for a lot of people it is, right? I mean, other consistent income sources could be investments or social security or savings or whatever. But for a lot of people that I work with, it has to be a job. And so maybe you work a certain number of hours every month and you do get that consistent paycheck and you're also building something on the side for yourself long-term. And here's the reason why I think that's a very good model right now couple of reasons. Number one, if you start now building something on the side, you're building for the long term so that you have something to step into, uh, you know, in a year or two or even five years from now, if you take this really slowly. So you could think about it as maybe you want to wind down a job, but you want to step into something else that you have ready. That's why I think it's a good idea to consider this, um, I call it the mashup model, so that you you have another source of uh, employment income that isn't tied to one thing, okay? The other thing you could do is structure it so that you have something you're working on for yourself, like a business, you know, let, let, for the sake of this example, let's call it a coaching business because I run a coaching business. So it's, it's like the easiest example for me to think of, Right. You want to start a coaching business, you're building up a coaching business, it wouldn't hurt for you to also consider 
getting a job, working for someone else, doing coaching. Because now what you're doing is you're not working two totally different things. You're structuring it so that you're working on the same type of skill set and you're getting paid to develop that skill set by somebody else while you're investing the time and energy into building something for yourself. That I think is a very smart mashup model and it can help you offset the expenses that you will inevitably have in your business. Now, even though, you know, you don't have a brick and mortar and tons of equipment, you're still going to have some costs. Now, I am actually telling you this, not only because I think it's a good idea, and I've been talking about this for months, really the better part of a year, but I recently did this myself. I actually took my own advice and I got a job. I got a part-time job. It is a marketing strategist job. I'm not going to say who it's with yet because I'm actually still slightly in negotiations, but it will be part-time. The best part about it is I continue to work on the skill set that I have to work on anyway in my own business, which is marketing. But I will have consistent income coming in, which will help cover the costs of the expenses in my business so that everything I make in my business becomes pure profit. This is why I think it's a really good idea to think about employment income this way. Then if something happens, like let's say I have a slowdown in my business, which happens all the time, or let's say that I have a period of time where I'm just not able to work in my business as much, which if you've been listening to this show, you already know that I have had some health challenges here and there. And when those health challenges hit, I just don't have full capacity to work like I used to. And I'll tell you what, it's much easier to go lay down on the couch when you work in your own business than it is when you're working for somebody else, right? Because I have to be accountable to somebody else. And in a way, I kind of like that because it helps me not only focus on my own business and get overly obsessed about it, I now can go work on someone else's business and still have money, still have income coming in that isn't just tied to mine. Okay. So I think that this is a smart way to structure things, especially if you're just starting out. Now, if you are deep into business many, many years, if you have an established business, if you've got all the income firing on all cylinders that you need, then, then maybe you don't need to do this. But I will tell you that this is where I think you have to consider risk. So I said I would talk about risk. So there are some things you have to consider if you do want to run your own business. You have to consider things like your risk tolerance, both financially and I'll say emotionally. Um, and maybe there's other tolerances in there, but those are kind of the top two. It's like, do you want to take on the financial risk of a business? And yes, a digital business or a remote business is less risky financially than a lot of other businesses, but there's still going to be some startup costs involved. Maybe you need to buy a new computer. Maybe you need to learn something new and you need to buy a program to teach you. Maybe you have to hire a coach or hire someone to help you do something in the business. Like for example, a lot of people say, I need to go build a website, which by the way, you don't. Just let me put that out there. But a lot of people want to go do it, but maybe you don't know how. So you got to hire somebody to do that, right? So there will be some costs involved in this business. Also, you have to think about, are you willing to not make money for a while in this business as you build it up? That's pretty typical. It may take some time. How long? It depends on the person, right? So there is some financial risk you have to think about. The emotional risk is running a business can have a lot of highs and lows. And if you're someone who doesn't like highs and lows, 
then it's probably not for you. And when I talk about running a business, I mean the kind where it's all on you, the way I do it. It's like you're running everything. You're definitely going out and getting your own clients. You're doing all your own marketing. You're, you're just doing everything yourself. Well, that can take an emotional toll. Now, you don't have to do it that way. Again, if you're willing to partner with an agency that helps you find clients, there are ways that you can get clients more organically. You don't have to do a lot of marketing like I do. There are ways to approach this that it's not so emotionally taxing, but it's something that I see a lot of people do right away. They just jump in, they go full force, they want to build websites, they want to attract clients, they want to do all the social media, and I'm telling you, you will burn out if that's the way you're going to structure it. So there are gentler ways to step into business. I'm not going to get into all of that today because I do think this would turn into an extra long episode, but I'll, I'll save that for another episode. And I definitely talk a lot about this inside of Remote Work School. So that's an option too. If you want to join Remote Work School, you can click the link somewhere on the podcast page and there's some free training, give you more information about that. But there are equal risks with having a job because that's the other thing. People say, well, I need to have a job because it's less risky. I need the health benefits. I need the consistent paycheck. And while I completely understand that and I, you know, I'm in that camp, you know, that sounds really nice at times because, you know, when you run a business, a lot of highs and lows, sometimes you just want that consistency. There are risks inherently in that too. You could lose a job. You could get laid off. Uh, the bonus you thought you were getting might get cut. The boss that you work for, you don't like. Maybe there are no promotional opportunities. That's what happened to me back in 2016. I was going to have to go backwards in the biz, in the, the job that I was working for. And I just, it was kind of an ego blow, if I'm being honest. Kind of what put me on the path of entrepreneurship. Um, <laughs> so here's the thing. You have to figure out what works for you. But I do think it's a good idea at this point in 2022 with all of the shifts that are happening, to be prepared to do either or, or all of the scenarios. Like just be open-minded, be ready that if you are working in a job right now, like think about, could you freelance a little bit on the side? Could you, if nothing else, get your resume ready so that if a contract role came your way, you could take it? Or on the flip side, if you definitely want to run a business, have a resume ready that is job ready so that if like me, if you're like me and a job opportunity comes up, you've got something immediately ready to go that you could send off. And if you needed to, you could pick up a job that brings you that consistent income. And or consider that you could have a combination of these things. Because I do think the thing that would make all of this less risky would be if you're ready to take advantage of any and all of these opportunities and not get caught in a situation where you're not ready. Like if you were to lose a job tomorrow, and I'm not trying to scare you, but this, you know, this happens all the time, or let's say you left a job on your own accord, right? Are you ready to say, well, now I need to go pick up contract work? Could you do it? Are you ready for that? Or vice versa. If you're kind of, if a contract ends, are you ready to get a job? Are you ready to like go connect with employers and talk about why you're ready to get back on a job and why you're hireable, even though you've been contracting for the past two years? So really the seed I'm trying to plant with all of this is get yourself in a position so that you're not stuck in any one thing. 
that you could at any point jump into any of these opportunities and that they are on your terms because I don't want you to get caught in a situation where it's not on your terms and you're forced into something you don't want to do or you have to take something because you didn't get yourself in a position for other options. That's the whole point of this podcast episode today. To wrap it all up, I wanted to answer the question, should you start a job or should you start a business? And I think to summarize, it's not a yes or no question. The answer is you should consider any and all options at any given time because that's the reality we're living in. And that's it. That's what I wanted to say for today's episode. And by the way, why don't I say one more thing? Because I might be leaving you with the feeling of, but I don't know how to do those things. Let me leave you with some inspiration. None of us knew how to do these things, right? Like when I left my job, I didn't know how to start a business, but I figured it out. And a lot of people who ran businesses their whole lives, when they shut that down or COVID hit their business and they had to go work for someone else, they thought, I've never worked for anyone else before. How do I do that? We all have those situations where we say, I don't know how to do X, but the good news is you figure it out. There are a lot of resources out there. Obviously, I have a lot of resources. There are a lot of opportunities right now. I don't want you to feel like there are no opportunities for you. There are so many opportunities and it's such a good time. Um, again, I don't know how long it'll last, but while it's here, I want you to really open your eyes and really look around and think about what else is possible for me. Okay. With that, I'm going to sign off again. You can also take my free training that'll dig much deeper into all of this and give you tons more ideas. You can click the link below. You can also go to camilatel.com. You'll see a bunch of buttons for free training and you can sign up that way. Thanks so much. And I'll see you next time. Mm -hmm.